Hello, nosy neighbors. This is Mary. And this is Kylie. And you are listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. What'd you do this weekend? I had a super fun weekend. Yes. I can say for the first time forever. <laughs> it's because I was watching your children. Exactly. You and dad watched the girls and I got to go down and see one of my best friends named Emily who lives in Florida. Shout out, Emily. She's the one that did the one of the listener stories. Yes. If you haven't listened to our listener story, she found what was almost a dead body, but actually turned out to be a living person but crazy (laughs) it was crazy you should listen to that and it was awesome because we got to go down and go to st pete pride which was amazing fun yes it was beautiful i mean the number of different outfits and love is love exactly and we went to the beach and it's so cool we did all of the fun florida things (laughs) We're able to get a drink at the beach bar and just sit (laughs) and chat and catch up. Exactly, and catch up. That's neat. I know. It was so nice. And then drove back here, but it was a super fun weekend. (laughs) Yay! What are you drinking this evening? Let me tell you, today we are going to Canada. Oh, Canada. So I inquired about common cocktails uh, for our neighbors to the north. Yeah, what do they drink up there? Well, I chose an angry Canadian. Ooh, that's a rarity. (laughs) I feel like Canadians are known for being like, oh, how are ya? Yeah, it's very Very welcoming. (laughs) Well, this case makes me a little angry. Okay, so this is, I guess if we're doing a case in Canada, and it's our second one, there obviously aren't all sunshine and rainbows and maple syrup. (laughs) An angry Canadian is a variety of the classic old-fashioned, which I love. Yeah. As I said, I love my old fashions. This drink is a combination of Canadian whiskey, bitters, club soda, Mm -hmm. pure maple syrup, which replaces the sugar cube, Uh and then you serve it over ice. Wow, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That sounds yummy. I know, you like old-fashioned, but you like the Wisconsin old-fashioned. The sweet. Yes, which is yes, funny. Old-fashioned sweet. <laughs> Just a side note, I remember seeing old-fashions made other ways after growing up and only seeing the way that Grandpa made them uh-huh. and just being like, wait, what? And then finding out that that's the 1% that make <laughs> it that way. With the Wisconsin the Wisconsin way. Yeah, exactly. Although it sounds like the Canadian way is right up there with it. Nice and sweet. Well, I am interested to taste the maple syrup. So, mm-hmm. so Shelby... Tracy Tom was born in 1963. Mm-hmm. She went by Tracy. She was an activist for the LGBTQ plus community. Oh, yes. Because she was transgender. <gasps> nice. Oh, side note, um, down in Florida, there was a large representation for the trans community, which was beautiful to see Aww. because there has been so much legislation against yes. it. Oh, we all know what's happening in Florida. I know. Someone's going to saw that puppy off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But all of those people can can hop up above the border before yes. <laughs> jump, jump. get rid of it. Soft the toe. So her family was very supportive. Oh, that's beautiful. And they loved her deeply. Tracy was described as a breathtaking beauty who was generous, respectful, and loved life. Oh. She had many friends that adored her, and she also adored them. 
She often helped the underprivileged in the downtown east side. Mm -hmm. Later in life, she attended Simon Fraser University and she earned a degree in history in 2003. And she was 40 at that time. Go Tracy. Yes. I have so much respect for people that go back to college later in life Mm -hmm. and get a cool degree. Like, that's awesome. Tracy had a job in the sex trade Mm -hmm. and she was considered a high priced sex worker. Ooh. So she decided that she wanted to change career paths and she went back to school so that she could stop being a sex worker. Yeah, good for her. She hoped to leave that job and become a social worker to help others in the transgender community. Oh, so she's just a huge advocate. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Tracy was a pretty well off sex worker Mm -hmm. because she had a condo on the west end that was valued for over a half a million dollars in 2003 oh wow and she also drove a mercedes wow so she did work (laughs) she did some work on may 27 2003 Mm -hmm. our other face of the case 29 year old five foot three little guy yes uh, it's j-a-t-i-n and it's pronounced Jutin Patel, P-A-T-E-L, mm-hmm. was deported from the United States after completing a jail sentence. Oh, interesting that they would deport him after putting him up for however long. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was kind of odd. Yeah. So to celebrate, he decided to go out on the town. Oh, in Canada. That night, he went to a nightclub in Vancouver's downtown east side where he met mm-hmm. Tracy. Uh-huh. And she's pretty and they hit it off. Yes. And he told her he would pay her $400 for sex. Okay. And it just so happened that Tracy was working that night. Yeah. The two hailed a taxi and traveled to the travel lodge. <laughs> and they got a room. Oh, good old motel. <laughs> in room 214, mm-hmm. Jutton got busy downstairs on Tracy. And Jutton noticed that there was a scar on Tracy's body and recognized it from being that transgender reassignment surgery. Mm-hmm. He became enraged snapped and strangled Tracy to death. <gasps> no. Because she was transgender. What? I told you. Angry. Angry. This is making me angry. Yes. Jutton then placed Tracy's body into the closet. Oh, my God. Which I think is really sad because she was out of the closet. Oh, that is so sad. Mm-hmm. The symbolism. Oh, and then he went out and found another woman to have sex with. Oh. <gasps> Brought that woman back to that room. No. Yes. And after they did it, Uh after their sexual encounter, he told that woman that he was considering disposing Tracy's body by uh, throwing it into the ocean. So he told her that, hey, there's a dead woman in my closet. Oh, my God. Afterwards? After they had sex. (gasps) And then he says, I'm going to, you know, either throw her in the ocean, burn it. Or chop it up. And she, he just assumes that this other woman is going to be like, oh, I have no human emotions. Yeah. And I'm just going to go on with my life after hearing oh, that. I'll go home and say nothing. Yeah. Tracy's body remained in that closet for three days. No. Until Jutton wrapped it in a mattress cover, put it into a shopping cart, and left it behind the local dry cleaners. That's terrible. I thought you were going to say that he left it for them to find, so I guess that's a little bit better than a poor maid. True. That's true. The body was found on May 31st by the dry cleaner owner. So that's... uh... Four days 
after the murder. Mm -hmm. The mattress cover had a label on it that identified it as being the property of Travelodge room 214. No way! It even had the room number? Yes. Jutton, not a very bright boy. No, he didn't check that over? He was quickly targeted as the prime suspect. Mm-hmm. He was characterized as a man at the time of the murder, mm-hmm. but he subsequently came out as a transgender woman as well. Oh, so there was some deep feelings behind that murder. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. And that's how he knew what those scars were. Yes. Oh, my God. How can you, if it's your peer, that's your equal, even more so. Yes, you're in the same social circle. Uh-huh. You went through the same struggles. Mm-hmm. On July 26, 2005, a British Columbia Supreme Court justice rejected the application that Tracy's murder was a hate crime mm-hmm. because Jutton did not target Tracy because of her gender identity. Jutton did not know that Tracy was identified as transgender when they initially met each other. But that's also because it wasn't pre- premeditated murder. It was murder in the heat of passion so i think it was a hate crime because the murder wouldn't have happened if he didn't see the scars correct that's correct that's correct jutton took a plea deal no she now claimed that seeing the scars caused post-traumatic stress disorder from all of the sexual assaults that she endured in the u.s prison over the previous 14 years whoa i did the math 29 minus 14 is 15 so she was in prison since age 15 she was in jail u.s jail i already thought it was strange that they deported her after Mm -hmm. the service of time but now to hear that that time was that long 14 years like why did they let them stay in there yeah yeah what So the charge dropped from second-degree murder to manslaughter. No. As a result, she was sentenced to nine years in prison. However, in 2009, after only serving four years, Jutton was released from prison and relocated to a halfway house. That's messed up. Yes. That's not fair because... It was definitely a hate crime, but because the perpetrator was of the same, like, background. Yes. Then they were like, oh, well, it balances each other out. Okay. It doesn't. So after failing to return to that halfway house before curfew, Jutton was taken back into police custody. Mm -hmm. And why did he break curfew, you ask? Because he was getting a sex worker. Yes! No freaking way. Police suspect a visit to downtown East Side trying to pick up another sex worker. Which just shows that their sentence was not correct. That's correct. They were not rehabilitated. That's exactly what I said. It was a slap in the face. Yes. Hold on a second. We took a quick break because something funky was going on with Kylie's microphone. Sorry, neighbors. It's all good. We <laughs> hopefully sound better. Yes. What's funny is the same thing happened to me circa like 2011 with my Android phone. And that's <laughs> when I made the switch to um whatever it's called. IPhone. Apple. Yay. IPhone. iPhone. 
Well, that's funny. But I remember calling and people being like, you sound like Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking R2-D2 or C-3PO. Yes. They were like, you sound like um, robotic and you're freaking me out. It's like when people went through the drive-thru at McDonald's. Oh my gosh. Back then, mm-hmm. the, I do have to say the clarity of Signal has greatly improved. Oh yes. Thumbs up. It makes me think of that <laughs> that Charlie's Angels scene when she's trying to talk <laughs> and it's like, and Lucy Lou leans over and then fixes the thing. Uh huh. Fixes the connection. Yep. So we fix the connection. I hope. Yes. She, my mom just Lucy Lou'd it yeah. back together <laughs> with the stick of gum in her hand and mouth. <laughs> Are we gonna do the pose? Right. So like I was third. saying. <laughs> yes. Like I was saying. Sorry. <laughs> Why did she break curfew? You ask. For a woman trying to do that same ish. Yes. Police suspected a visit to the downtown. East side trying to pick up another sex worker. Uh, which just shows that she's not rehabilitated. I agree. I agree. Nothing changed. The sentence was just a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad not only for Tracy's family, but for the entire transgender community. Yes, it gives a bad name. Four years mm-hmm. isn't good for any murder. No, no matter who you are, like you robbed that woman of more than four years of her life. Correct. You robbed her of the rest of her life. That's correct. That's what you should have to pay, you know? Yes. Ask me, how do I know that this was not enough time for rehabilitation? Why? Because in 2015, Jutton, then age 40, was convicted of sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl. Oh, no. Yes. So not just reoffending, but escalating. Mm-hmm. That's a child. Going down to a child, a minor. That's just mm-hmm. that's just sick. Oh. She was sentenced in 2018, but then again, she was only given seven years. Oh. Yes. That's so sad. Why these light sentences? When you look at the rap sheet and you're like, huh. Yes. Um. This is not the first time here. Mm-hmm. Come on. You think that they would take into account past offenses. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. You said it much more eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be released in 2025. Oh my God. That's right around the corner. That's two years from now. Uh, and it stinks because you wonder if more people were going to parole hearings to advocate for the victims. Let's hope. Like, Let's hope. Yes. Because it's, it's when people have somebody holding up their light you know i don't know but if you're sentenced seven years Mm -hmm. and you serve those seven years is that parole oh i don't know i guess it would depend that's just serving your sentence yeah unless it was i don't know yeah i mean you would think that you would get more than that just for the fact that it's a parole violation Mm -hmm. you know on top of the offense yes Friends and family of Tracy, as well as people and alliances of the LGBTQ plus community, had a candlelight vigil for Tracy. Oh, that's beautiful. A call for change and safety for sex workers was demanded in Vancouver, Canada. Good, because I mean, she was doing well for herself. Mm -hmm. She was making enough money to live in a good place, drive a nice car, go back to school. Yes. So it's not just because of what she did doesn't mean that she doesn't deserve a safe work environment you know that's true this is true she was playing her cards that were dealt exactly yes 
So that's all I have. And that is also why I chose the Angry Canadian as my beverage. Because this light sentence. Uh, exactly. Justice is not. It's not served. Yes. Oh, that's so such an injustice. But I'm glad that she was remembered and we will remember her. Yes. And these are the reasons we tell the story because otherwise everyone would forget. Exactly. We cover the well-known to the obscure. Mm-hmm. And I never heard of this case. Yes. So that way, if in two years you're in Canada mm-hmm. and... Remember this case. Yep. Exactly. Be aware. This person... Don't let them just get away. And if Tracy's family is listening and would like to send a photo, I only found one of her. Yeah. And I really wish it was a better quality photo. I know because it was the early 2000s. So you didn't really have the plethora of options. Nowadays, you could scroll through and see a million selfies. Exactly. (laughs) And if you don't like it, you could delete it. Yes. And then it was like, we'll see how it comes out. Uh, That's it. Mm -hmm. Email it to sippingwithsnapped at gmail.com yes oh and I signed us up for thread today nice that's cool we have a thread whoop, whoop. being hip yeah I saw that that was the new thing mm-hmm. and I was like ooh internet drama internet drama is correct I guess twitter is suing thread because it looks too much like twitter yeah I heard that it looks like how twitter used to look like and everyone loves it yeah that's like facebook all of a sudden looking like myspace you know everyone be like yes the nostalgia is real it's a throwback exactly so you got it new for the young kids and nostalgic for the old ones right Mm -hmm. i'm technically savvy (laughs) (laughs) if you guys want to suggest a case feel free to reach out to us on any of your social medias yes please we love suggestions join our patreon yes check us out i feel like we haven't mentioned them in a while so just a reminder go look us up well thanks for telling me that story mom listen to your mothers everybody and make good choices stay nosy neighbors cheers thank you for joining us i'm mary i'm kylie and you've been listening to sipping with snapped a true crime podcast be sure to follow us on our instagram at sipping with snapped twitter at sipping snapped facebook sipping with snapped a true crime podcast join our patreon sipping with snapped and if you forget all that go to our website www.sippingwithsnapped.com we've got links to everything Cheers. Cheers. Logan, say I love you.